0: Peace to you in Jesus' name. God works in the simple, natural order of things most of the time. But God's way is also sometimes amazing. Jesus willingly went to the cross. When his disciples could not see what that would accomplish, his sacrifice made the way that leads to our salvation our god is awesome surprising and amazing we pray for his spirit now to bless us in god's amazing way in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen i will extol the lord at all times His praise will always be on my lips. I will glorify the Lord. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Let us confess our sin, relying on God's grace for Jesus' sake. Gracious God, we need you. In so many ways we need you. All the world and each of us so needs you. We are broken and lost without you. That Jesus promised whoever loses his life for my sake will find it, therefore, as a servant of Christ Jesus, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God and Father, your way is amazing. Bless us with the faith and courage and trust to follow in your amazing way. Lead us in this day and into our future days to your glorious promised inheritance through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Matthew, the 16th chapter, beginning at verse 21. Glory to you, O Lord. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed, and on the third day be raised to life. Oh, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan you are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But, Whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus would often say surprising and amazing things. Love your enemies, he said. He's telling us this is how great and amazing is the way of God. And Jesus said, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. This is how surprising and amazing God can be, Jesus is saying. And, he says, God will amaze you. In the same way you judge others, you yourself will be judged, he said. So Jesus wants us to believe that God is amazing in his care and in his concern for us. Ask, he said, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you well, maybe Jesus' disciples were getting used to this, so many surprising statements. But then, one day Jesus told them something so completely amazing they could just barely take it in. He told them that soon he must go to Jerusalem And suffer and be killed. And then on the third day, he will be raised to life. Well, there are so many amazing things about that statement. I find it really intriguing that Jesus speaks of this as a necessity. This necessity really speaks of God's amazing and mysterious ways. Almighty God, I mean, He could choose anything He wants, and He binds Himself to this specific way towards our salvation. He has bound himself on oath, making it a necessity. This speaks of God's amazing commitment of love. And now nothing will change this. Jesus must go to the holy city of Jerusalem. There, in this place of prayer, for all the world, Jesus must sacrifice himself for every needful soul. The Son of God has been sent from heaven to do this, and nothing can now change it. That's amazing. Peter. The disciple of Jesus is surprised and amazed. It doesn't make any sense to him, so he says, Never, Lord. Oh, this will never, never happen to you. Well, if Peter was surprised by Jesus, he might have been even more amazed at how Jesus responded to him. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. It is amazing that Jesus so clearly sees the invisible forces working among us and around us. Jesus can can discern with clarity what thoughts and feelings within us move forward the way of God and what things do not. Peter might have been shocked by Jesus' challenging words. But there's something really comforting about this. That we don't need to see the invisible things. Jesus will set before us the amazing way of God. He says, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. This must have been puzzling for Jesus' disciples. He had spoken of the cross before and it would be hard to understand that. What purpose Could a cross, an instrument of execution, possibly serve? But maybe the most amazing thing about this was that when Jesus spoke of the cross, he spoke of it with courage in his eyes. He did not fear this thing that would bring his death To Jesus, the cross was the tree where the fruit would ripen. Jesus was saying, when you take up your cross, you then get to see what really matters and what is most important. Now, Jesus knew that each one of his disciples were remarkable people. They were going to honor him with their lives. Well, our lives may not be as world-changing as his first disciples, but the same privilege is ours to bear some of his spirit into whatever small thing we can do for the glory of God. Yeah, it's just not natural to carry a cross. But it's a wondrous and amazing thing to be able to honor the Creator and the Savior in this way. To do so, God will give us a whole new road map to follow. His Spirit gives us a new sense of direction. Jesus speaks to his disciples with this kind of insight that can only come from God who watches every human life unfold. He has seen the foolish live their lives pursuing silly, trivial dreams in hopes of some brief happiness. What good will it be for a man if he gives the whole world yet forfeits his soul. How amazing that Jesus changes the way everything looks to us with this statement. For the Son of Man is going to come, he said, in all of his Father's glory, with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. This was such a surprising thing to say. These men who had walked so far with Jesus, they had seen him do amazing things. But Jesus tells them, There is so much more that I want to show you. I tell you the truth, he said. Some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. What was he saying? Well, just six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John up onto a mountain. And there he was transfigured before them. He showed them what he will look like in heaven. His face shined like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Moses and Elijah appeared talking with Jesus. And then there was this amazing voice. It was the beginning of something amazing. Now much later in his life, Peter would describe it this way. We were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We heard this voice from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. Well, Jesus was getting them accustomed to being amazed. Again and again he would surprise them. On the day of his crucifixion, he would amaze them. From the cross, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then again he amazes them, telling the dying man next to him, Today you will be with me in paradise. But then most amazing of all, Three days after his death, Jesus, alive again, stood among his disciples and simply said to them, Peace be with you. Because the way of our God is so amazing, you and I will someday get to hear Jesus. Speak these simple but amazing words to us. May you be so blessed. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you and worship you. Your way is amazing. Bless us and be with us with faith and trust and hope in your amazing way. May we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to join with me in speaking the Christian faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty We worship God with our offering. I invite you to make an offering to our church by sending it to us by mail or by going through our website to make a donation. Thank you. Bless you. Together we pray. Good Father in Heaven, in Jesus' name, open our spiritual eyes that we may see you as our Savior alive in our world right now today. May our ears and hearts be tuned to your amazing ways. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. Bless us with your amazing compassion and care. Be with us as we seek to make a difference in the world in which we live. Grant to each of us the courage to follow you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Raise up leaders of integrity, courage, High moral standards and faith. Guide and protect all who make, administer, and keep our laws so that peace and harmony will ensue and we may flourish in joy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Bless our schools, colleges, universities, and centers of learning and those who teach and work in them. Keep them safe and thriving with wisdom. Be with the students who begin a new year of learning and growing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear our prayers for those near and dear to us. Visit and relieve them. Support and guide all caregivers who minister to body, mind, and spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, we thank you that you have taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, You have called us, O Lord, to follow you by faith in your amazing way. We give you thanks for your gifts of repentance, faith, and the discerning wisdom of your Spirit. Come and be with us, that we may walk in newness of life, today, tomorrow, and forever. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. For the life-giving presence of Jesus our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise for the opportunity to bless one another with hope in Almighty God. We give you thanks and praise, amen. And the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.